It's a film with three brains. 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 introduce you i'm gonna say this is a friend of mine that means you're connected again now if i said instead this is a friend of ours that would mean you were made guy i capiche when lefty brought donnie into his world who's this guy this donnie in front of mine he took a risk on a kid he hardly knew and i'm gonna have to school you my friend school me in what why this guy never carries his money in a wallet Always in a roll. Bina on the outside. He gave him his trust. You gotta get rid of that mustache. And get yourself a pair of pants. Just, just like me. He loved him like a son. Nobody can touch you because I represent you. Keep your nose clean, follow the rules, be a good owner, and maybe one day when they open the books, you could come a wise guy. I'd die with you, darling. But he never knew the truth. There's a war going on in that mafia family, and that is where Joe is undercover. Donnie! Come here! I want to know where my husband is. We don't know. You're gonna freeze up? No. A lot of guys freeze up. He said it was gonna be three months. It's going on three years. Who he's with and who he's close to, they're all the top dogs now. He's right in the line of fire. There was a rat in Florida, Donnie. You know what to do when you find that rat, right, Left? Could be I found him already. In our thing, you get sent for, you go in alive, you come out dead, and it's your best friend that does it. We have got to pull him out. You think I'm a rat? How many times I have you into my own house? If you're a rat, then I'm the biggest mutt in the history of the mafia. If I come out, Lefty dies. They're gonna kill him. Because he vouched for me. Because he stood up for me. That's the same thing as if I put a bullet in his head myself, do you understand? Who am I? I'm a spoke on a wheel, and so are you. Hey, Don. Yeah. Let's take a walk. I'm your best friend. Hello, and welcome to the film with three brains. It's Sam in San Francisco. And I am Sean in Chicago. And this is Cohen in Maplewood, New Jersey. And today we are reviewing Donnie Brasco, the 1997... Uh, true movie biopic inspired by real events. <laughs> yeah, so inspired. By <laughs> yeah. So, um, real quick, Donnie Brasco is the story of undercover agent uh, Joseph Pistone, um, uh, infiltrates into the mafia. It's starring Johnny Depp and uh, El Pacino, Michael Madsen. So. You guys seen this since it came out? Yes. No. <laughs> Probably once. Probably once since it came out. I saw it at the theater. That was it. And? and? Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't see it. In, it, it the, I didn't know about I mean, I knew about it. I'd heard about it. But I I don't think I saw it until maybe 10 years after that something. And I don't know if I saw it all the way to the end until like five years ago, maybe. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know what I didn't, I don't have much in the way of memories, but um, I do remember, you know, Depp and Patino being good, which is, you know, not surprising. Um, but the ending was a little different than I had remembered. So 
uh, I should, <laughs> I haven't said a damn thing yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I think, uh, I definitely, you know, like how I, I, I mean, obviously it's the tapes from, from Joe Piston, you know, were very helpful. And I think that that's the strength is the dialogue and the, yeah. the knowledge of the, the way, the way mafia works is that it's obviously kind of, um, helpful, you know? Um, but I, I don't think it's, I don't, I wouldn't put it up there with Goodfellas. I, I, I have to say, I mean, yeah, I don't think that's a fair comparison maybe because Goodfellas is amazing. Probably the best mafia movie there is. So, so I don't know where it falls, but, uh, it's my initial thought. Well, let me just pound on this microphone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, one of us listeners is having renovations done in our home. <laughs> not it. It's not me. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it's Sean. a stomach rally. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you must be really hungry. Um, yeah. So, Sean, I agree. It's not up there with Goodfellas. I've, I, I saw the theater. I've seen it at least once or twice since I don't recall. And my memory of it was pretty clear watching it again this latest time. There's a few things I kind of forgot about, but my opinion hasn't really changed. Only now I feel like I have a pretty, a pretty firm grasp of why my opinion is my opinion. Mm -hmm. And before I don't think I did. It was just, you know, last time I saw it was probably just like, oh, well, I mean, that's fine. It's fine, but it's not outstanding. You know, it's not good, fellas. It's not even fucking close. But it's a fair. I think it's a fair comparison, actually, because they are very similar in a lot of ways. And yeah. the way the way the story is told even feels kind of similar, to a certain extent. <laughs> you know, Johnny Depp is is sort of Ray Liotta. They're just Johnny Depp happens to be a cop. You know, I mean, the sort of progression is very similar. Uh, obviously, Ray Liotta starts off much younger and it is uh, many more years, but. So, like, that aspect of it is interesting, although I feel like it's a little underplayed in the movie, a little bit. And the fact that, the fact that when the real Joe, Joe Stone did this, no one had ever spent any time, no one from the FBI or any police organization had ever been spent any, more in a, like, a, well, I think, what, like two months undercover? And he spent a grand total of six years. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is, is nuts. No. Even now, even by today's standards, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but, uh, so that's fascinating to me. Like, that's really interesting, but somehow, you know, it, it doesn't like, it's not enough to sort of carry this movie in a, in, in any more than a like, oh, that was pretty good kind of way. And I think there's a, a there's a quite a few reasons for it. Mm. Um, I mean, first and foremost, Mike Newell, the director is just not Martin Scorsese, you know, like, yeah. His, he just, it doesn't, this movie doesn't come alive. It doesn't sing the way Goodfellas does. And it's because Mike Newell is known for shit like Four Weddings and a Funeral, Enchanted April, you know, and like one of the Harry Potter movies, like one of the lesser ones, one of the early ones that wasn't. I think it's Goblet of Fire. Is it? No. It's, it's not a bad, ones. but whatever. If, you know, so like. Mona Lisa smile. I don't know. Like, I don't care. Pushing tins, fucking garbage. I don't know. He did a whole, he's done a ton of shit. He's been around a long time, but the few things I have seen, I didn't like. Four weddings and funerals, good. 
for what it is. You know, it's it, but it's, yeah. it's Four Weddings a funeral. It's good. It's a romantic comedy, and it's good. It, but yeah, why anyone thought yeah, that suited to that? Why yeah, anyone anyone thought like his sensibilities w- would make sense with a mob movie is kind of perplexing. But uh, anyway, that um, I don't know. Does am I? I don't want to like just talk. Does anyone disagree? You are, yeah, I don't want to hear you talk. I want I specifically want to do this podcast without you talking. Without you talking. All right, go. I mean, so, I, mean I, have, I, I have you, a few more things. I bet you can't say three I don't, don't want to like edge you guys out. And you know, if you have, if you have, to, if you have an opinion about Mike Newell as a director, you know. Well, Sam, why did you pick this movie? Um, is there any particular reason? Well, I told you it was free. No, I didn't really remember it that well, but I remember liking it. Um, I read the book. I I also... Yeah, I have too. I think part of it is like, this is... Like, it's a pretty um, amazing thing, like you said, the six years in. But it's also, you know, Goodfellas, even though it has a lot to compare, it still has this, like, glorification that... Donnie Brasco really doesn't have. Yeah. Like that's these true. guys, you know, he's, he's, you know, lefty's not the top or second to the top or anything, you know, like he's, he's stuck with El Pacino, who's, you know, does an amazing job acting, who is just scraping by. Like I just, mm-hmm. I love it. Like, like he's, he's sawing the head off of a parking meter and trying to get the coins <laughs> out. You know, right. he gives them a Christmas card with cash and is like, can I borrow the money? He's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, no, oh. you have it right here. It takes the whole card back. Like, it's, it's got all these genius moments that, that you're like, you can't make that up. You know, you're like, yeah. you know, like, this is, this is how these guys were. You know, they're, they're not the super rich mobsters. They're the scraping by mobsters. Yeah. And that doesn't exist in, in t- until this movie, in my yeah. mind. Like, I don't, that's true. I don't, you know, Wow. I guess that's a good point to their credit. Like Goodfellas is the A team, and Donnie Brasco is like the C team, right? It is. You know? So, and but then to that to that point though, too, then it's like, then why are we watching a movie about it? No, it's no, it's it's, but because that's all we can get, you know. That's all. That's all we get to get. That's as far as the outsider can get into this organization. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a good point. You know, good way to look so at it. The, like, could it be done? This is one of those cases where it's a good movie because the source material is so good. Yeah. And it could have been a really great movie with a really great director. Yeah. And but did a did a mediocre director pick two stars to star in it who can carry a movie who are so fun to watch for the most part that yeah. it makes up for a lot of flaws, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Michael Manson, but I didn't he didn't he didn't do it for me. I, I agree. Yeah, and I like him too. I think he's awesome. I love him in almost everything, but in this, he just he, didn't. He felt miscast. He yeah, he didn't have it for some reason. Like he he wasn't he wasn't very maybe person thing. Yeah, and also just the way it was written and just whatever. Like maybe the build up of all of a sudden he's more important. You didn't understand why. Like it seemed kind of random. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I also think he his part is underwritten, and maybe that's on purpose. Right. And he's just not like for me. Michael Madsen is not a nonverbal actor. Like right. for me, his strength is in when he deliver when like when he's in a Quentin Tarantino movie. That's when he really yeah. shines. Yeah, because Quentin Tarantino's all fucking dialogue. You know, his characters yeah. just don't stop talking. 
and he does that well. That's his, like that's his that's his wheelhouse. He he delivers Quentin Tarantino lines really well, and in this, it's like I think the screenwriter was imagining a, a very silent sort of you know nonverbal, physically expressive type of person, and you need someone who's gonna convey all this shit just through facial expressions and, and like body language. And his is a little mm-hmm. one note. You know, he's got his little twitches and shit and his head nods up a lot. And, you know, he kind of tilts his head down and looks at you. Yeah. You know, and that's, 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 a, that's a lot of it, you know, and that's for, for most things it works pretty well for this. Yeah. You're right. It just like, it felt flat. I also felt like Bruno Kirby is, I don't know. Really, he's, he, he wasn't allowed to be funny for one thing. Yeah, and if he's not going to be, I don't know. It's something about him I didn't like. No, you're what you're trying to say is that he was trying to be Joe Pesci. Yeah, he was trying to be because then they they tried to get Joe Pesci, but then Goodfellas came out and Casino, right? And they're and they're like, well, fuck. Right. So they got <laughs> Bruno Kirby and said, "Can you just act like Joe Pesci?" Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know, he kind of had the voice and the, the mm-hmm. loudness and all that without the craziness mm-hmm. of the Goodfellas joke. Right, right. Without any of the sort of, yeah. yeah. That, that's the other thing too is none of, there, there was no, um, Goodfellas is just like the tension in that movie is insane. Oh, yeah. You know, this like, is at, everyone, every character feels like they could just snap and kill everybody in the room at any given time. Not just Joe <laughs> Pesci, anybody. There's that sense of menace around the corner at every stage. Yeah. And in this, it's like they say it a few times. Yeah, you know, I got called for or, you know, whatever. And it's like you still, even then you don't really feel it exactly for whatever reason. That's one of the flaws I think of this movie is that it has this, these, these moments of tension that we know are going to come. We know it's an undercover movie, so we know there's going to be these moments where he's almost busted, mm-hmm. but they don't build up. Yeah, the way they should. Even the very last one, mm-hmm. when you know Al Pacino's like, you know, before you say anything else, you know, think about what you're going to say. And it's like it doesn't. None of them have the build up the way yeah. that that really gets you to the edge of your seat. The way you're right. The yeah. way, you know. I mean, the best. You're right. The best. The best scenes in this are when it's just Al Pacino and Johnny Depp talking. Yeah, like mm-hmm. when those two share the screen. Or when they're addressing each other, even if there's other people around, when they're addressing each other, then this it comes it all comes alive, you know. Yeah. Because they're so fantastic. Well, and, so go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say I had a thought about that. Yeah. And it wasn't until I was at the end of this movie where I was like, "Holy crap, they're they're this movie isn't a movie about him going undercover, is when they're together." This movie is a buddy cop, or not yeah. a buddy cop movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the un, it's a buddy cop plus. It's kind of like Stakeout, where he's undercover, but he falls in love with the person. He's yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. And those two fall in love with each other. Yeah, so to speak. Yeah, and you know he gets this like father figure. He gets the missing son. The you know Al Pacino's son is a drug addict who's not in, clearly into yeah being a mobster the way Donnie Brasco is. And and so they have this relationship, and I realized, oh, that's that relationship is the heart of the movie. That's yeah. what makes me actually like the movie. Yeah. Because a lot of the other mob stuff is, even though it's so important and exciting, it's not built up the way the character relationships and all that 
are not fully developed in a way that makes us care as much about mm-hmm. these, this guy just showing him the ropes and this other guy being really interested and right. falling so into it that he's ruining his family life. Yeah. They, you know, so, which yeah. is a little bit what happened or, you know, or not a little bit. That's, you know, Ray Liotta goes through that, you know, yeah. he becomes someone he's not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned Reservoir Dogs and I, I think that's, um, another like interesting example of how, uh, how important it is to be like naturalistic and, and real mm-hmm. when you're, when, you know, when you're undercover. And, and I think, and I was thinking also of like American hustle because, well, it, it may, the movie made me think of that because they brought up the ab scam in the boat, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh yeah, yeah. The ab scam stuff. And those other movies like focus on, the tension again we're missing tension the tension of infiltrating this tight you know this i mean it's got to be crazy you know you must you just must be out of your mind most of the time with mm-hmm. you're, and you're always thinking something you know yeah i think the departed handled that really well Leonardo yes. DiCaprio. The, right like the right the just the pressure and the stress of it just tears you apart and he in again martin scorsese's right and and his performance and everything like poof <laughs> Yeah. So, so, I mean, that's, that's what I was missing from this movie. Is yeah. I, you know, Johnny Depp is, or, you know, Joe, Joe Pistone is, is cool, but he's a little too cool. Like he's, yeah. you know, everything's too, a little too easy for him. Yeah. Even, and, even in that scene where they want him to take his shoes off. Like yeah. you never, you never, you don't, you don't find out until later why. Yeah. Where, right. you know, you think, you think that scene that, you know, the director and, and Johnny Depp should have worked it out. So like, we see the fear, right? You know, and wonder like, why is he acting like this about his fucking shoes? Well, which and is I, why they needed to teach us beforehand. Well, we, we knew that there was a glimpse earlier of him having a wire in his shoe. No, no, no. I know. It's I, that, I just mean, just I know that. I just mean like the way the way the way the scene was shot, the, the, the way it was shot, and the way Johnny Depp performed it, like. I just I, I was th- I just now I was thinking like what what if that exact same scene that, that well no that exact same scene did happen in the Departed if you remember um, and it, it's like you never for a you 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 know immediately you're like oh okay something holy fuck Leonardo DiCaprio something's going on here and he he runs into the bathroom or whatever and he you, you remember that and he pulls the, the oh. wire out and he like jump drops it out the, oh, the window yeah. and he's just like he's totally fucking freaking out yeah you know yeah anyway. Yeah. So one of the things they didn't tell us that is part of the, the book and part of the story of, of why it's Joe and not someone else is that apparently he's got nerves of steel, that he can get right. into the horrible sure. situation and he will not stri- have a drip of sweat yeah. come off his forehead. Then they need that, to address that. In the no, that's insane, isn't yeah. it? Because we, we don't get to know that he was already part of a huge smuggling ring bust in Florida before before he did this thing. He had already been undercover, non-mafia stuff, was successful, and has this, you know, this reputation of just mm-hmm. being unshakable. But we we don't know that right. unless the director tells us it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah you're right. I forgot about that in the book. Then, you know, I, I feel like this is just going to keep happening. But there again, there's that scene in The Departed, where Leonardo DiCaprio's talk, I forgot, he's talking to his therapist or whatever, and she's like, well, why you? And he's like, and he sticks his hand out, and he goes, because my hand doesn't shake. 
He's like, yeah. it, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what's happening, how scared I am. It doesn't matter what's going on. My hand doesn't shake. So it's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it, right. you know, and you get the impression that it fucking blows. <laughs> and he's not happy about it. It stinks and he hates it. Yeah. I had to watch The Departed again. I don't it's, remember it's it. Well, so it's so good. clever the way there's two double agents in that movie. Yeah. It's, the only the only time it, it gets a little too much for me is is when they, you know, they're dating the same woman. Yeah. And, and it's like, okay. That's a bit much. That's a bit much. But everything else I think I really like. Yeah, it's fantastic. And Jack Nicholson's great. Yeah, he is. Like, he's great, you know. I mean, it's Jack Nicholson. So it's like comparing Michael Madsen's performance to Jack Nicholson is totally unfair. but but i i I just can't help it it's just like oh my god jack nicholson's so good or robert de niro's so good you know i don't know it's not fair yeah comparing like a a a working actor to like the people who are arguably the best who's ever done it (laughs) right (laughs) or some of but yeah i mean i mean in comparison to goodfellas one of the things or it's not even in comparison actually just on its own the score for Donnie Brasco is fucking dog shit. <laughs> it's really Especially in the beginning. I it's by the end I didn't mind it so much, but in the beginning yeah. I was like, eh. it's so heavy handed and so like I swear I mean I haven't looked it up. I wanted to look it up to see if the tracks are like, you know, like crime scene scene theme. Um uh marital strife theme. Um, you know, falling out with boss. Theme, I mean, you know, like it just it, it everything felt so uh, like stock. The music felt like stock music from you know uh, from a mob movie. You know, I, it was yeah. so obvious. It's uh, Patrick Doyle. He's he's done. He's worked with Robert Altman, Ang Lee, uh, Brandon Palma. But yeah, I don't know. I think his. Like you know, he's done like Henry the Fifth and Tenth Sensibility. So that's that seems to be more. But again, ultimately, I mean, ultimately, it's Mike Newell who's like, yes or no, you know? Right. Oh yeah, that's great. Or no, it's terrible. Redo it. Or can you do it like this? Or whatever, you know? And it's like, you know, whipping a dead horse. But Goodfellas doesn't have a doesn't have a, a score. It just has music, and it has music of the time, you know. He didn't use any any music, any songs that weren't already like in the public uh, on the radio when the movie takes place, mm-hmm. and it works, you know. And he was meticulous in what he picked to make sure it was it made sense with the scenes we we're watching, and and just having you know the energy of that in his directing style, it's like shit. It just works so well, and it also it also has a double effect that it makes it feel to me anyway. It makes it feel sort of epic in nature it feels big you know and and, and sort of all-encompassing and Donnie Brasco f- feels very small and insular and, and maybe that's on purpose I don't know but well it seems like they're trying to you know force the family angle of of it you know like the, the music is softer and more more emotional mm-hmm. and this you know everything is a little bit well, everything's based around either one of their families either Lefty's family or you know or or Donnie's family or you know, just, but like, but not in a, not in the way that Goodfellas was, was just sort of like, oh, wow, this is really messed up. And I, and I'm juggling all these things. It was more like, you know, here's, here's your home life. You know, it was just like scenes from their home life. And it was mm-hmm. like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Not feeling like this is, you just did, you know, I mean, nothing against Anne Hayes either. I think she was pretty good. 
Yeah, I liked her. Um, but they just seemed a little shoehorned in there. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the uh, if the script is how closely it follows the book, or you know. Well, in real life, um, he wasn't seeing his wife. He was just calling that she was far away. So it wasn't the the movie. You were champs to New York or something. Yeah, there. No, well, she wasn't even in New York. She was oh. there. They they had moved her out. He he wasn't away from his that wife sense. for over yeah. two years. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they 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 took a lot of liberties to to try to make this yeah. uh, story yeah. that I think falls more in kind of the the Hollywood script line, which is to its detriment. Yeah, yeah. I agree, especially like the the initial meeting um was actually you know I, from what i read it's it wasn't he didn't go through lefty first he went through this other guy mira um let's see when is when's his name anyone know him yeah you're right okay yeah he, yeah and he gets introduced yeah because mira goes to jail and then he's the captain i think and then he and then lefty's under him so he just kind of takes over I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I don't mind the the scene itself. I don't mind the the sort of conceit of I'm a I'm a jeweler, so I better know jewels. And you know, um, but you know, they could have added some details because I think in real life he did spend like he he was studying gems. You know, like that's real. Yeah. So I didn't know if they wanted to keep us in the dark until we. <laughs> but I was like, oh boy, I hope he's right. You know, <laughs> that'd be a. That'd be a pretty big mistake if it wasn't a, wasn't a fake diamond and he gets you know I was I think that was the implication is that we don't get to know he's just bluffing to make himself look right you know important we don't get to know if, if it's true or not true but I, but I think it's very interesting that he was that he did know jewels and that like he he worked he studied for years on on stuff he was in he you know the stuff he did with trucking and hijacks and stuff you know that he yeah he has a lot of experience and that and that really played into how successful he was you know with lefty right a little bit interesting to know yeah the I real bummers is in the in the book you know he spends a lot of time in florida and he goes up to milwaukee hmm. to start a deal <laughs> yeah with for with um for a vending machine company Frank Ballisteri. Okay. Yeah. So the the coincid or not co coincidentally, the Ballisteris are people we know. <laughs> and so the, the very person who was put in prison by Donnie Brasco is someone my grandpa was friends with, and that, so I thought it's kind of funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. Given given the rumors. <laughs> what rumors? Nobody knows your last name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that is funny though. But I, I thought of, I was, I, I didn't understand that how that how that all the families work together anyway. Like the Bonanno crime family, but he was actually he started with a different family, uh, the Colombo family. I don't know. I'm just reading his wiki page, but whatever. I mean, it's not. It, we don't care about it. 
that and like and they have one sunny black and one sunny red it's it's mm-hmm. you don't really need to know exactly who is who to understand that this they're at at war and you know that they're fighting for position in, in the organization yeah you know and Pacino's like oh i didn't uh, you know you get up i didn't get up to him. there's some rivalry going on and all that stuff but yeah it could have been just a little more i don't know I, I, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure how you would do it without, you know, making adding another mo- hour to the movie. But yeah, hmm. it's hard. It's hard to know exactly. I mean, I think we've covered some of the basics. Like the music could have been better for sure. Hmm. Um, the ending, like, you know. Go ahead. I was to say, I like seeing Paul Giamatti in there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So it's like, I didn't remember he was in here. There's no reason I would have. But yeah. 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 It's it across one, the parts. One scene so short, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good, that's a good one. <laughs> and Tim Blake Nelson is the other guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's forget about it, me. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those, those tapes, then he, they, did they actually use those tapes in, in the, in, I mean, the ending, I was about to go to the ending, but maybe it's too soon for that. Are we, we're talking about the ending? No, no, go ahead. We can jump anywhere we want. <laughs> I get there's we're in control today. Yeah. Um, they sort of jump around with, or they take liberties, as you were saying, like with the actual way that the operation ends, you know, he, I think in real life he is going, he was supposed to go and get that guy's son, right? Mm-hmm. Who was probably going to kill them. So they had to kill him. Yeah. And they're like trying to get on a boat and then the FBI turn on our floodlights and, and grab everybody. But I think real life was more like he was, they apprehended everyone and then he was, you know, pulled out. What does, what happens? I'm blanking now on the, like, what does he say to Al Pacino? And that's like when he's leaving, does he say anything? I don't recall. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good sign when you can't remember. <laughs> I mean, when he's, when he's getting dragged away, yeah, he like yells, very, he just yells his name. He yells Donnie or, or Donnie yells. Johnny yells his letter. He yells lever. He yells Ben. Says, ben? or whatever. He says something. I think he says like I'm coming. I'll come back for you or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing that that is weird is you know they the whole movie there's I mean Johnny Depp is like well I you know I this guy he's depending on me like if 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 they find out he's gonna they're gonna kill him and he you know he's, they've developed this friendship and he cares about him and that's all that's all you know, fine, but, um, I don't think that really happens right in the grand scheme of things. It's more like, well, actually I think the Michael Madsen guy, I think Sonny Black died. Yeah. Sonny, Sonny Black gets killed pretty much right after this because, because of it's such a disgrace that it happened. Right. And then they put a, um, they put a contract on lefty, but he is picked up and arrested and held by the held in custody so that he is saved from being killed and he dies of lung cancer i think it was mm-hmm. oh right uh, and they allude to that right. yeah about when the, he says 
bowel cancer or whatever. That <laughs> yeah, now he dies of cancer while sitting in prison. Or I think they let him out right before he died or something, but yeah. Were we supposed to think that Pacino gets whacked then? I mean, as far as the movie goes, like we're like the way we, we the last time we see him, they're all like, oh, there's no, because we see all them talk talking about him and they're like no way not yeah. not Dottie's no way um and then there's the tr- you know the, the courts courtroom scenes and stuff and it's I think I read somewhere that's like well the implication is that uh that lefty gets killed that Pacino's character gets whacked not I mean not like specifically but more like we don't know what happens to him you, you see what I'm saying though like the whole thing is, a, is supposed to be about him him getting in trouble and mm-hmm. And Donnie caring about him, and right, that, but we never get to know, right? What they just sort of, they just sort of let it go at the end. They don't just uh, they right don't do anything. They don't sort of yeah address it. That's a weakness, not a you know. That's not a feature. That's a flaw. Yeah, yeah. It's rare that we pick up on flaws because usually for every movie we review, we love it so much. Yeah, we never <laughs> nit, we never nitpick or uh, right. yeah. Now, so you were asking, you know, why did I pick this movie? And at the time, I don't think I was really, oh, like, I've been thinking of it, but this is one of the first times in, in, in at least in my mind, that that um, Johnny Depp's a grown up, that he mm. he is being, you know, he's he's no longer like the Edward Scissorhands and whatever, like. I feel like in this movie he was putting on a serious face, doing serious acting, and it, it it opened up what he could be. And you can be like, oh no, he tried that with Nick of Time, but no, it was that's kind of gimmicky and wasn't very successful. Yeah. Um, but if you look at to the to the the movies earlier than this, um, you know they he wasn't, you know, what's eating Gilbert Grape? You know, Benny and June. He's he's mm-hmm. this not quite he's not a man not a boy he's some in between there edward scissorhands all these where he's he's not for real and i yeah. felt like this was like okay here's here's a child you know or, or teenage actor who's gonna make make the transition and he, and he takes a role in which he gets to shine you know we were talking about breakfast club and anthony michael hall you know not taking that role and to be you know private joker like mm-hmm. this was this is nowhere near Donnie Brasco is nowhere near full metal jacket, but at the same time, <laughs> it's a launching pad where you're like, you, you know, mm-hmm. I think that this, this opens up for him to do pretty much anything else afterward. Yeah. yeah that, that seems to check out looking at his filmography. Cause a year later he's doing Hunter S Thompson and Trier and Lily in Las Vegas. And then he's doing sleepy hollow after that. So there, yeah, there are more, adult roles or you know they they don't he go he kind of shies away from his baby face after that you know just yeah and slow and blow <laughs> yeah some people like that with me i'm not one of them but some people do <laughs> in which ray liotta plays his father oh <laughs> yeah there you go mm-hmm. some interesting sort of casting tidbits about this yeah, like 
they had everybody else in the world playing every role. <laughs> <laughs> well, original. I thought it was interesting. Originally, when it was this was being developed for you know for a film, it was Al Pacino was going to play Donnie Brasco. Yeah, and I would assume at some point they're just like, well, he's kind of old. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I, what I don't understand though is I. You know, I read a thing that said when he sort of switched to the lefty, he's the one who recommended Johnny Depp. But in like, I wonder, I I just wonder what that means. Was he yeah. just like, hey, I've seen Johnny Depp in movies and I think he's great, or did he know him? Were they friends, or had they? I don't think they'd ever been anything together, right? Before or no, since? I can't so. think of anything. Yeah, it is odd. Or did they like have like a list of five people and he's like, I think Johnny can do it. You know, because they, because I think in the there they they had a couple other people, um, you know, in mind to do it, and John Cusack, which I don't quite see as much. Yeah, I don't know about um, that. Yeah, oh. I think the other thing it could have given us is that in real life, Donnie is fluent in Italian. Yeah, you know, like mm. that's kind of a reason why he's there. You know, in addition to the nerves of steel, like, like. You know, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, don't maybe they don't. Could have had a little more slang in there, you know, like, yeah, the way good fought, good fellows is always throwing in, you know, gots and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't, if you, you can overdo it, certainly, but yeah, some of the, uh, <laughs> some of the other actors besides John Cusack, they were looking at Tom Cruise, John Travolta, Andy Garcia, Alec Baldwin, Nicolas Cage. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to see Nick Cage do this. <laughs> right. Well, wait a minute. So so this was going to be Stephen Frears first. He was hired yeah. first. Right. And then, and then Godfell- sorry, Goodfellas was released, and they pushed this back. But he was the one that really wanted Pacino to play Lefty, hmm. according to the movie deal. Uh, but that, yeah, I suppose when once Mike Newell gets attached, then... You get a new casting director, and you can kind of start scratch. I mean, you can see if Stephen Frears was attached, he directed High Fidelity. You make you say, think, yeah. "Oh, so maybe that's why John Cusack was sort of, you know." Also, he directed The Grifters, also with John Cusack. So maybe he's just like, oh, "I'll get John to John Cusack do it. He's my guy." Hmm. You know, I don't know. Well, also the producer Alan Greenspan produced High Fidelity. Yeah, um, but that's after this movie. Is it? Oh, right, it is. You're yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. I could see, I could see, uh, I don't know. I could see uh, definitely Alec Baldwin, maybe, uh, Nicholas Cage. I could see that. Andy Garcia is, yeah, yeah, enough he could do anything. Even John Travolta probably would have been good. (laughs) I don't know. I will say there's something about Johnny Depp that I, I have a hard time. I try, try, he's tried very hard during his career to make people forget that he's Johnny Depp, you know, with his right weird, you know, everything. You know, he's costumes. tried very hard to be a character actor, but he's still Johnny Depp. Like, he's oh, just, he's... he's just got, he's got such a fucking otherworldly quality about him. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like, he just doesn't seem like a real person. He seems like he was created by a computer. <laughs> to be like the perfect actor. You know, or something like the perfect leading man. I don't know. And he's fought against it his whole career. 
for the most part. Yeah, so seeing him in in any movie, it's just like it's it's hard to sort of set that aside and get absorbed into it. Um harder than than I mean it's like watching Michael Jackson or something. It's just like he seems larger than life in such a strange way. I don't even know how to describe it. Even though he's not the most famous actor in the world, he's he's not the most decorated, he's not the most prolific, he's not considered to be like the best. I, I there's just something about him. I don't know. He just seems seem seems otherworldly. I don't know. That's the only way I can think to describe it. <laughs> and so it's hard it's just hard to set that aside. Yeah. You know. And it's a it, it maybe it's because like it's a little easier when he's buried under you know the Hunter Thompson accent and the sunglasses and the hat or Pirates of the Caribbean where he's wearing a lot of makeup and a wig and all the and the costumes stuff. You can, it's easier to forget it in movies like that. But in this, it's just it's him. You know, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing. He doesn't have anything to really disguise who he is. It's just him and. It's a little distracting. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I think he's a great actor. He's like a really great actor. It's just like he's Johnny Depp, you know. And then Tom Cruise has a, Tom Cruise has a similar thing, but it's not like Tom Cruise embraces it. You know, like he's 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 the star. He's a he's a superstar. That's Tom Cruise. He makes movies. He's the, he's the leading man. He's the star. Not always. You know, every now and then he he kind of steps around that and he does something like Tropic Thunder. Uh, which which he's fucking fantastic in, or, or or Magnolia, which he's great in too, but I don't know. Even he seems less ethereal than Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> ethereal. I don't know. There's just something strange about him. Sometimes I feel like I'm watching uh, like an artificial intelligence created thing. <laughs> like he's too perfect. Yeah, and it's like the in in into his credit, he's kept up. Up until Amber Heard, he's kept his private life pretty pr- private. Life pretty private. Yeah, you know, so you don't really know much about him as a person. Yeah, um, that's, that's that. I, well, he had that thing in the '90s where he trashed a hotel. Sure, and yeah, who didn't? Come on, right? But I mean, come on, yeah. I mean, yeah, Axl Rose, him, and the three of us all were trashing. <laughs> Robert Johnny Jr. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I think. Interesting. Well, but I, I don't know. I'm trying to put a finger on exactly what you're saying, but I also think it's because of Benny and June and Edward Scissorhands that he has this, this like fish out of water look. So it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's hard to imagine him just playing it straight. Because when he goes back to being Jack Sparrow, you're like, I can't even tell what he's saying, but the way he's saying it and everything, like his like it's a you know yeah. He's back in that outer, otherworldly sort of character mm-hmm. again. Yeah. You know, so maybe that's it. Maybe we are. Maybe that's you. You can't separate the, the otherworldly from the straight. But yeah, I don't think that the actual Joe Pistone was a particularly handsome fellow. <laughs> uh, I saw like one picture think, somewhere, but I'm pretty sure everyone just looks like Johnny Depp out there. <laughs> Yeah. Like right now, everyone listening to us assumes that we're three different versions of Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And they're right, right. <laughs> You're just the Hunter S. Thompson version. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little more fecal matter, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. 
I mean, a lot of people think I look like Margot Robbie too. Like, oh I yeah, I bet. Sure. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, this movie made a lot of money, so it was it did quite that. well. They they were hoping for some more astronauts than the one that they got. What did they get? Screenplay or something? Yeah, it had patient, I think. Yeah. But they they didn't win, they just got a nomination. The guy, Paul uh uh, Atanasio, or how do you say that? He's, you know, he's he's written a few things that we've seen, but um, I think Quiz Show is by far the best. Yeah, you guys seen Quiz Show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, such a good movie. And so I don't remember it that well, so you'll have to pick it at some point. Oh yeah, he was all, also so nominated well, for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so well written, and just uh, yeah, Ray Fiennes is so good in it. And and uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy from Northern Exposure. <laughs> Well, right, Ron, uh, Rob Murrow, but I was talking about uh, um, John Turturro. <laughs> oh yeah, Turturro was in that. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he's great. Everyone in it's great, you know, and it's yeah, but it's really well written. <laughs> All right. All right. I don't know that we need to do double ups because there's like a million of them. Sure. No. Yeah. Anything? Have we? Um... But the bad guy is the same guy in. Uh... Beverly Hills Cop. I was like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Well, there's a couple. There's two. James Russo. Yeah. And the other guy, too, uh, whose uh, name I'm suddenly not coming up with. Uh, There's another dude. Um, Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. All right. What are we doing next? Uh, Is it me? Yep. Okay, you can hear the glee in that. Yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, favorite thing. So, <laughs> that when it's me, of course. Oh, we're going uh, back to the eighties. Yes. Wait. Yeah. Have Have you actually picked a movie? Yeah. I have. I have. I always. I, I'm always prepared. All right. You're always prepared with a 1980s movie. Yeah. <laughs> this one is 1985. Oh wow! It is a, a comedy. Yeah. And it is, I think, well, if I t- oh Ghostbusters? No, no, no. no it's like that thing. It, it, is, it is a director, a director we've, we've chosen at least twice before this. Okay. Interesting. Um, how many? 85. And who is tied very closely to Johnny Depp, actually. Oh, Tim Burton is closely tied with Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. Who else likes to? Uh, Pee Wee Herman. Yep. What? Yes. Is that <laughs> Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Oh, I'm so psyched. <laughs> Ooh, it's finally happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally happening. Gosh, I wish this pounding would stop. Our journey to dog on the phone. It only took 154 previous picks to finally get to Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> oh my God, I'd love it. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's available in any. Uh, oh, great. Well, I, I mean, you can rent it. You, it's I don't think. Uh, but not, not to buy it for you. Yeah. I think you should probably just buy it. I could watch it on repeat. I, go, I, have, I don't think I own that, which is insanity. <laughs> Seen Pee Wee Herman's adventure, <laughs> adventure adventure 37 today. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that, it, the, 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 the guy the, with the hammer up there, yeah, the loner, rebel. 
Blue Ray is like seventeen dollars. I mean, I feel like that's well worth it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and he has passed away, so we didn't have to worry about killing him. So, right, <laughs> nice. That's what I was waiting for. Yeah, <laughs> that's my job. I keep track of who's alive and who's dead. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. Well, this has definitely been. I mean. All the pounding, notwithstanding, definitely our our best, uh, our our best episode, our best review. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forget about it. Forget it. The numbers are in. Yeah, the numbers are in. <laughs> so yeah, we will have a very big adventure next time. Awesome. All right, that's enough movie buff. I'm out. Going back to the classics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. Bye. That's the film with your brains. You'll be dead.